Lenten Messiah with Andrew Klein-Smith for MessiahFilm.com Session 34, I Know That My Redeemer Lives. Welcome to you, my name's Andrew Klein-Smith. Let me read to you from Job chapter 19, verses 25 through to the first part of verse 27. For I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the last he will stand upon the earth, And after my skin has been thus destroyed, yet in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes behold, and not another. This text today begins the third and last part of Charles Jennon's libretto for the Messiah. And in the 1743 word book, this part is entitled A Hymn of Thanksgiving for the Final Overthrow of Death. And it's followed by a subtitle, The Promise of Bodily Resurrection and Redemption from Adam's Fall. In this, the shortest of the three sections of the Messiah, Jennings wants to focus directly on the significance of the person and work of Christ for believers. All understanding of Christian life must be firmly grounded in the truth about Jesus Christ. Whatever we say or hear about the purposes and promises of God for us as believers must be judged and assessed through the truth concerning Jesus that is that the scriptures bear witness to. We cannot simply have wishful thinking about Christ and about God's promises for us. All the promises of God find their yes and amen in Jesus Christ. To go to the promises or benefits of Christ's work before we know the truth about Jesus Christ makes those promises uncertain and those benefits dubious. True Christian confidence about ourselves and our future stands firm only upon the basis of Jesus Christ. We can only have hope for the future, courage in the present and peace about the past because of what God has done in Jesus Christ. When we think about the future and look for hope, true hope has to be shaped by the future that God has opened up in Jesus. We can't just hope that God is going to make our lives prosperous and comfortable. In fact, the promise of God about the future, as we have it in Jesus, is that we will share fully in the glory of God as Jesus does, but that we will enter that future only through much tribulation. Life in the here and now is not promised to be all rosy and stress-free, but through the Spirit of God, we are united with Jesus who's gone ahead of us to secure the future. Through the Spirit, Jesus is in us and is the assurance of our future glory. We will be like him. Job certainly did not have a rosy and stress-free existence as he put his hope in God. His life had been marked by tragedy and difficulty. Not only had he lost pretty well all that was dear to him, children, wealth and health, but he was then accused by his friends of having brought this on himself by some unknown sin, some serious failure before the Lord. 
Job firmly insisted that this was not so, and he called on God to vindicate him, either now or after death. And in today's reading, he shows a strength of hope and faith that is remarkable. He is convinced that he has a redeemer, one who will vindicate him, and that this vindicator will stand on earth and speak for him. Then all his accuser friends will know for certain that their allegations were spurious. Christian hope and faith are even more strongly grounded than Job's. We have heard the message of a Redeemer, Jesus Christ, who died for us, who was buried and who rose again, and was then exalted into the heavens, where he now rules over all things, and will do so until that day when he comes again and stands on the earth to judge the world in righteousness and truth. The Spirit has convinced us of the certainty of these things, and so we believe and hope. At the very beginning of the 1743 Word Book of the Messiah, there's a brief quote from the Roman poet Vir Virgil, Majora Canamus, Let us sing of great things. And then follow two quotes from the Apostle Paul about the Gospel of Jesus Christ. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified by the Spirit, seen of angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up in glory. That's from 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. And then about Christ, in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, from Colossians chapter 2, verse 3. It is this gospel which is the source of all Christian hope, courage and peace. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, our lives are hid with you in God. It doesn't yet appear what we shall be. We live our lives this side of final glory. And yet, through the Spirit's work and by faith, your glorious presence is ours to know and live in every day. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Help us to hold fast to the true gospel and to wholeheartedly sing of great things, your incarnation, ministry, death, burial, resurrection, ascension and exaltation as we patiently endure until the great climax, the day when you appear again on earth and all history is brought to its goal. Help us hold fast to this true gospel by filling us afresh now with your Holy Spirit. Amen.